Sometimes you gotta have an easy way to start your day or end your day or the middle of the day. Sometimes it is just about easy. Easy in the world of cigars usually means a Connecticut. Connecticut wrapper, a little bit lighter, a little bit more mild, and very often the cigar choice for the morning cigar. Something to pair with a cup of coffee. Oh, we paired our Connecticut with a cup of coffee, but you don't have to do it in just the mornings. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz, and that right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, and this from Principal Cigars is the white gold. It's a 6x52, which means that it is six inches long. Tee. He's. Did you just tee while you're lighting? Tee. And the ring gauge is a 52. That's the diameter of the cigar, or really how thick it is around. Tee. Again, with the laughter. So a 64 ring gauge would be a full one inch around. This Connecticut uh, is an Ecuadorian Connecticut. Dominican in the binder and filler, except the filler on this has some Zimbabwe tobacco. I could not begin to tell you about Zimbabwe tobacco for the life of me. Let me give you a little synopsis uh, regarding Zimbabwe tobacco. Oh. It's tobacco from Zimbabwe. Well, thank you. I make the complex simple. Don't forget to leave the professor a nice tip (laughs) when you get the the chance. It's a beautiful-looking, classic coloring of a Connecticut, that pale brown. But one of the things I found interesting is that this wrapper, that is smooth. Yeah. Right? You can feel a touch of the leaf in there, but it, it is this, it is an oily, smooth wrapper. We found them at the big cigar show from the Premium Cigar Association in Vegas uh, this past year and haven't had a chance to get around to this. They have a whole series of cigars and some fantastic world-class packaging. I didn't know that this was made in the Kellner Boutique factory. Okay, this takes a little bit of family understanding. Kellner, uh, Hanky Kellner, or I, 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 yeah, I'm saying that right. This was the guy who made Davidoff Davidoff. This was the overseer in the world of, of Davidoff. The boutique factory is Kellner Jr. So if you've ever had the smoking jacket, which is a really lovely cigar, there's a red label, there's a gold label. A smoking jacket's a nice, nice uh, stick for, for the everyday and then some. That's Kellner Jr. It's this factory doing that work. So there's a really solid pedigree here, but was very impressed by the, by the packaging and, and marketing of uh, Principal Cigars. I've had one of their other cigars. I don't want to get into that right now. I want to get into this as we've just lit it up, Fingers. Yeah, we just lit it up. And right off the bat, I was surprised at... For me, there's uh, more pepper than I expected, like a white pepper and then some nuttiness uh, and, and some leather. Yeah, the, for me, it is, I, I agree with you on the nuttiness. That is a wonderful, simple tobacco that hits. I don't find it overly peppery at, at, at all, but it's just that whole, okay, I'm, I'm, into an e- I'm, I'm eased into a cigar. That's what I feel like right from the start uh, on this. Uh, I've got a, a pretty shallow cut on this, straight cut right across, shallow being when, when on the cap. That's where you cut from. You light from the foot. You cut from the cap. When the cap just starts to come in, that's where I like to cut. So I, I could get myself a little bit more room. I could cut it a little bit more if I felt like the draw, which is how you bring it in uh, to the mouth and toast the palate. It wasn't right, but this is usually where I like to be. And it's a very nice, pleasant, 
easy. And you're right about that nutty. You're right about that nutty almost. You're saying leathery. I don't know if I would say more creamy. But it is a, a, a nice, easy richness yeah. to, that, to, that, uh, to that nutty. Very, very well played. Well, nutty right off the bat for me. And, and then there's a subtle uh, bit of leather for me as well. How often do you smoke a Connecticut? So I have found myself, because of timing, having more chances to do it. I actually like La Galera's Connecticut, and uh, there's a, a place not too far away, uh, Smoker's Choice in, in Brownsburg, Indiana, because we're both in Indiana, uh, that, that sells them. I think it's an excellent, w- extremely well-priced Robusto, and for me, for Morning Cigar, works, works lovely and can, can actually last a, as a smoke. I do, I, I, I don't have the issue that I think some other people have with, oh, I can't do a cigar now. I need something bigger. I need something bolder. No, I need, I need something worth my time when I need something worth my time. So this being a six-inch cigar might not work for me in the morning because I may not have that much time to it as I've got other things uh, going on in, in, in my life. But I think that if you're talking about something that is, you know, you're pairing with coffee anyway, and we do have a French press with us right now. I, I would love it if people got out of this idea of, oh, that's only a morning cigar, or oh, that's weak, and rather, because it's mild, and got into, well, what is the flavor bringing me? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I think is important here, and that's one of the reasons we decided on, on a beautiful fall afternoon in Indianapolis, Indiana, to give it a go. Yeah. Uh, and the, with principal cigars, you said that you know we met them at the Premium Cigar Association trade show, and I don't know. To me, this is one of these names that I, I had never heard of before. Uh, it, it, had you heard of principal cigars not before? until we had gotten to the show? Yeah. Had not heard of them at all. Now that's not new for us. There are new brands out there, and and. There are things we've just never heard of. You, yeah. you know, it's it's like that that meme. I'm today days old when I learned X, whatever whatever it is. And so sometimes that's the case. And and for us, it was this past year uh, running into Principal Cigars. Uh, you can go to I believe it's Principal, P R I N C I P L E, not like uh, the 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 principal at your school. Your pal. No, it's not P-A-L. Principal. It's yes. Principal. <laughs> principal Cigars. Dot com and they've, they've got uh, an incredible line. They've got so many different things uh, to offer. But this is a so far well-constructed, feels good in the hand, not too light. Mm-hmm. Uh, at six inches, you're having a chance to really get some tobacco in there. What does Zimbabwe tobacco bring? I don't know. I can't tell you if there's some undercurrent yet that I'm going to be like, oh, that's different. I haven't tasted that or felt that before mm-hmm. in, in a tobacco. What I can tell you is this is a Connecticut that you'd grab. The question, Fingers Malloy, is it, is it in your humidor at $14 a stick? So we had to do some searching to see where people were selling it, what they were selling it for, and $14 what I found a couple times. Oh, well, I mean, it's too hard to say at this point. We just lit it. We're just in the first third. Literally been smoking it for about five minutes. Uh but so far, so good. Uh, that pepper for me is, is subsided. Maybe it was just what I ate today um, that's causing that to, to hit me the way that it that it is. And what you ate matters. So when you're writing down what your flavors are, you got your notebook, right? Any notebook will do. 
What'd you eat today? What'd you drink today? What is the weather? And then you break the cigar up into thirds. First third, second third, final third. Break it up in your mind. And what are the flavor profiles that you're getting? When you smoke that cigar two months, five months, six months later, you take the same notes, you can kind of see where your through line is. What are the flavors that you're actually getting from this? Right now, super enjoyable, but we have not really dug into the first third yet. We have no idea. And I'm with you, fingers. No idea if this is worth 14 bucks. No clue at all. What I know is I'm glad I'm giving it the shot. You should give it a shot. Follow everything we're doing over at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Be a part of the Eat, Drink, Smoke Show nation. We'd greatly appreciate the support. EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Who doesn't love a good deal? My goodness, Fingers Malloy will drive across the country for a good deal. I just got a great deal on paper towel last week. Singular? No, there were, there were two rolls. Oh. Two for one. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That is Fingers Malloy. Find everything at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. The Black Friday deals are out. They are happening. The people at Engadget, as opposed to Mr. Gadget. No, that'd be Inspector Gadget. Well, Engadget, not Inspector Gadget. To people who, maybe his neighbor, they call him Mr. Gadget. Or Mr. G, I believe is what they call him uh, for, for short. So here we are. These are the deals, some of the deals that are happening for Black Friday. I, I am curious to see how retail sales go. Uh, the inflation numbers were better. It is certainly, I hope, the start of a trend, not only on the CPI numbers, which is the consumer price index, but the uh, PPI, the producer price index, what it takes to actually manufacture the goods. But wanting to take a look at inventories, wanting to take a look at, at how people are stocking up, whether or not they're really prepared for mass sales or they don't think they're going to come. That's the question, whether or not the sales are going to come uh, this holiday season. So I'm expecting crazy sales. It feels to me this year, uh, because the economy is what it is, that Black Friday has turned into pumpkin spice season, where the Black Friday deals came way earlier than Black Friday. And in, in the past, we've seen that as well. But it just feels like some of the things that I've seen online, it was like Black Friday started while kids were yelling trick or treat. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, isn't that the way it's kind of, like, gone as as of late? It used to be one day, Tony. You'd get up at 2 o'clock in the morning, and you'd show up at a store that was going to open at 4. You showed up two hours early, and they were going to give you a free cup of coffee if you were in line. Would that be known as a cup of joe? A cup of joe. And you would bust through the door, knocking over elderly ladies to get to that toy that you wanted, and you never felt so alive while you were doing it. Right. Those days are over now. Uh, <laughs> I, I used to love Black Friday. My wife and I used to do Black Friday stuff. Not to buy, to drink coffee and watch the insanity. <laughs> that's, that's what we would do, and it, and it was joyous. And, I, and I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't mind doing some more of that. It was the original reality TV show without the TV. You were buying a TV. But the reality TV show was right in front of you. So here's what we've got. Here are some of the deals. Uh, you can get uh, the Apple iPad, the ninth generation, 64 gig for $249. That's an $80 savings, fingers below. That's, that's a good deal. The one right. that caught my eye, uh, the Mac mini desktop computer with the M2 chip, $499. 
So I will tell you that I have a Mac Mini. So do I. And I did not get mine with enough memory. Mm. And I'm I'm talking about like when I'm doing like radio shows and I've got multiple tabs up and it locks up and noises. That's my fault. I didn't get it with enough memory. And there's no way to like add a memory stick to that. At least I haven't figured out how. I would. Like if I could, I would. Um, but it, it drives me crazy. So the M2 is Apple's new chip. They went away from Intel and anything else and, and, and make their own chip now. So the mini is like you add your own monitor, you add your own keyboard, you add your own everything else. Mm-hmm. I think it works great, except did not get enough memory. Eight gigs, not enough. Letting you know that right now. You can get right here the Roku Streaming Stick 4K for $30. I, I use Roku. I always have. Mm-hmm. I have the stream bar. So that is basically speakers. Okay. It's Roku, and it's the built-in speakers. I don't care what anybody says. That thing is incredibly good. Incredibly good, especially for me. It isn't that I need uh, like the, the, the chase scene to be better. I need the dialogue to be more clear. Okay. Right? So you want something with a center channel to really help with dialogue. But this, for, for the cost, and it's, it's, the, it's, it's the Roku all-in-one, so you get all the streaming channels. It's been excellent. It's been absolutely excellent. The streaming stick is something different. You just plug it in, HDMI, in the side. I, I would spend the money and, and get the, the, the bar. I have a Roku TV. Most of my other televisions are connected with a Fire Stick. And I actually like the, the Roku streaming. Fire Stick is Amazon, right? Yes, Amazon. And so you can connect it to your pal. I won't mention her name, but you can sync her name because I don't want everybody's pal. Oh, yeah, I don't want any of that crap. Echo to go I off. don't. It's, it's all just so wrong. I don't understand how people do that with the dots and the this and the that and the, uh, hey, this one and hey, that one. No, they're listening and it's creepy. It's creepy. They're just hearing me yell at my television uh, when the Lions are playing. That's the only thing that they're they're really able to listen to. Can I discuss a Lions story with you? I don't know if you have it or, 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 or not. Uh, no, I do not. There is a player for the Lions. He plays football. Oh, for for the Detroit Lions. I have the story right here. Is it Jamison Williams and his uh, weird McDonald's? Yes. I didn't read. So Jamison Williams, what position does he play? He is wide receiver. And how's he doing this year? Uh, Slow going. He likes to go to McDonald's, Mm -hmm. and then he will get a cheeseburger, and he will put upon it a dollop of his McFlurry. He puts Mc- What if that was a Green Bay Packer? <laughs> I, I remember Gilbert Brown of uh, the Green Bay Packers. He had a Whopper meal uh, <laughs> at Burger King, and it was a double Whopper, double cheese, double mayonnaise, and double pickle. That was it. Damn. <laughs> he, 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 was, he, was, he was a big guy. Is he still alive? Let's hope. Uh, let, let us all hope. Uh, I don't understand how this works because the burger ostensibly is at least warm mm-hmm. and the ice cream is not. If you told me that you dipped your burger into the McFlurry, I could accept it. I have no issue with this at all. Putting the McFlurry on the burger seems to be just an invitation to a big hot mess. Now or later. Oh, please, you're already eating McDonald's. That mess is guaranteed to come. 
I, but I don't. I don't have any problem with the idea of ice cream. You know, dipping it into like a, a milkshake or whatever. I would do that right now. My Why only, aren't we doing that right uh, now? Right. My only problem with it is I can't imagine having because the the McFlurry. You've got the Oreo McFlurry and uh, the Oreo McFlurry or whatever flurry of the month they have. Uh, mixing that with ketchup and onion and pickle. I mean, unless you're getting your burger plain and then you're throwing the the fl- uh, McFlurry on top of it, but with all the condiments, I'm actually a tad bit disgusted by it. Really? A, a little bit. Yeah. Does it depend on what's in the McFlurry? Like, what if M&Ms are in the McFlurry? Oh, well, that's a game changer. <laughs> ketchup and ice cream? Diced onion and ice cream? Yeah, but at that moment, you're just shoving it in so fast, and there's no real chewing involved. There's just more of a slide-down effect. So how much is this burger uh, with the McFlurry on Black Friday? $452. <laughs> Wait, we forgot to talk about the Black Friday deals. Oh, we suck. Uh, we're going to put this up there at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. We'll get back to it because there are some. I think there are some pretty good deals on here. Hey, I think there's some things on here. The Fire Stick, by the way, the Fire Stick Light is on there for $16. Usually they're 50 pounds. So... This is the light stick. You're an idiot. You might be the dumbest person I know. So check it out. This is the second time we've had to address Fingers Malloy and his sleep issues. What? You have sleep issues. I Well, I do. Uh, I'm sleepy now. I, I, I meant you have a hard time going to sleep. Oh. You know, I'm really not adding any anything to this, this opening. Tea, drink, smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That is Fingers Malloy. Cricketing. There's a story over the New York Post about how one. Are you? Why are you laughing? How one gets themselves to sleep? Because it's absurd. There are. There, first of all, this is a trend on TikTok, which means not only is it not scientific, but most probably it's dumb. Ah 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 ah. There is some science behind it. Do you know what cricketing is? Yes. It's rubbing your feet together to get to bed. And it'll also make it rain. That's not, that's not, how, that's not how that works. Oh. A woman named Marissa posted a video of herself doing the technique before bed. You would think that would have been on OnlyFans. <laughs> and then uh, it, it helps one uh, get to sleep. I don't rub my feet. First, I'm a side sleeper. Mm-hmm. Not a back sleeper. Um, well, you can rub your feet on your side. I, I, it's physically possible. Or so the Germans would have you believe. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I move and I adjust, but the idea of rubbing my feet together, what, what is it supposed to do? Is it supposed to warm me up? Is it supposed to just give me something to think about outside of the fact that I've got a million things to do the next day? You have... Uh, Listen, let me get all scientific for a second, Tony. Because you know me, uh, I had the Fingers Malloy Institute uh, for Institutes or of Institutes. We still haven't figured out what we're going to call it. And we have a science team over there. Apparently, you have uh, several nerve endings in your feet. Is that right? S- several. Yes. Uh, and experts say that technique has proven benefits, which include calming the nervous system and helping your body self-regulate. So you rub your feet together, those nerve endings, and it apparently 
calms the nervous system. But which part of the foot am I supposed to rub? Am I am I rubbing like sole to sole? I think you've got the top of your foot rubbing the bottom of your foot, and then you you switch you switch sides. You okay. Go, you do that number right and there. And somehow, if I do that, restful slumber. Yes, it will calm the nervous system, Tony. I think you're making it up. I think they're all making it up. I think everything on TikTok is freaking made up. Not according to Dr. Eileen Lee. She's made up. Sorry, doctor. You might be very real and you deserve all the respect in the world. Please don't sue. A Chinese herbalist. I take it all back. And a physical therapist. Uh, She told Bustle. Uh, Send your lawsuit to fingers at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Oh, look here. That the feet are full of nerve endings. Oh, and, uh, so fi- the same findings as the Fingers Malloy Institute for Institutes. Well, actually, the vice president of Fingers Malloy Institute for Institutes is Dr. Eileen Lee. I didn't know that. Uh, she said that the, the feet are full of nerve endings and an array of acupressure points. Well, okay. That I get. That when stimulated are known to help regulate and calm your central nervous system. Cricketing. Cricketing. It's yeah. been popular in Europe for years, and now it's finally becoming popular in the U.S. I don't even know why I talk to you. <laughs> I have no idea. Then there's ghost bagging. I, I can't do this story. I don't know what ghost bagging is. <laughs> I am sure it's a, it's a, it's about Southwest Airlines. Can I tell you how mad I am at Southwest Airlines? Let's talk about that instead of ghost bagging. Uh, they raised the prices of alcohol. So beer is now $7, and liquor is now $9 on a flight. What else are they going to do to make air travel impossible? I, I mean, simply impossible to enjoy. I'm not saying I get a drink every time I'm on a plane. But every now and again, sure. Why make it more difficult on me? Why make it t- more difficult on you? I'm not saying I have six drinks on a plane, Tony. Wait, you're but, not saying that? I'm not saying I have six drinks on a plane, but I do have a theory as to why they're doing this. I'm listening. And it's not just because everything is more expensive. I think they want to get to the point where passengers don't have six drinks on a plane. I'm with you. I believe that's the reason as well, to try and discourage people because they get drunk and they get stupid and they're terrible. And they're not wearing suits. It's... Oh. <laughs> Airline travel still hasn't figured this out. They aren't interested in making it better. And yet people are flying freaking everywhere. It's crazy. You know, it's funny. We were just talking um, over the break about attending a a conference. And one of the main reasons why I'm thinking I don't want to go is because I really don't feel like going to the airport, going through... TSA, checking my bag, and then getting on a plane. Air travel, you know, especially after COVID, it just seems, it's exhausting. And it feels like, I I would rather, I don't know about you, I would rather drive eight or nine hours than get on a a 90-minute flight. Uh, I'm to that point. I mean, do you want to draw? It's, It's the D.C. area that we're going to. For, the, for this uh, event. Well, that's more like 10, 10 and a half hours. But for if if it were an eight-hour drive, because you figure you've got to get to the airport two hours early, and then the flight is an hour and a half, so you're three and a half hours in, and then it's probably another hour to get out of 
the airport upon arrival because you got to pick up your your bags. You got to figure out a ride from the airport to your hotel. Another three hours, you're there, and you have your own car, and you don't have to worry about people uh, who aren't wearing a suit in your car, and you don't have to you don't have to wear a suit in your car. It's ten hours. Mm. Now the upside is you can smoke cigars on the way. Yes. The downside is it's ten hours. Once you're to me anything above eight is I fly. Eight hours in a day, you've got stops. I can I can handle it. I can do it. Eight hours is where I draw the line. So from Indianapolis, uh, my 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 brother, the good Doctor Katz, lives in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I can do that. Flying after that. I don't know, man. I do not know if, if I don't know if I want to do that. But there are so many things you see on the road. Like, I, I flew to uh, Tucson, Arizona to buy my car and drove it back. I never in my life, Tony, thought I would see the world's largest pistachio. And I wouldn't have seen it if I flew back from Tucson to Indianapolis. But I was driving back, and lo and behold, there's a 40-foot pistachio. Those are the kind of things that make driving across country so much better than flying. So you want to drive to Washington, D.C. and hope that we see a pistachio along the way. Maybe, we'll maybe other kind of, some, other, some other kind of nut. Right. Maybe, or maybe we'll find the second tallest pistachio in the world in Pennsylvania. Uh, many people call that pistachio country, Pennsylvania. I don't, I don't think that's what they call it. They, they don't. It's a long drive, man. It's a long drive. But I get your point. It has gotten to a level of, of, of hate. That see annoyance I can handle. It's the disdain that I cannot take. It feels like there's they, they, the passengers. There's a sense of uh, they have contempt for their passengers. Everyone they, they, it seems to look down upon you. Between the people who check your, lo- I mean, my goodness, we've talked about it a couple of times in Vegas, trying to leave Vegas. And check our bags. What a disaster that was. I have so many nightmares from that. I've taken to cricketing to try and get myself to sleep. Oh, you brought it full circle. See what I did there? Yeah. See what I did there? Guys, the holidays are coming. And nothing says happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, all the rest. Like one of our books, Let's Go Bourbon or Let's Go Barbecue, Let's Go BBQ. Both are available at Amazon.com. You want to learn all the tips and tricks uh, about uh, barbecue, understand it, ways to make it great, get Let's Go BBQ, and the bourbon reader you've always needed, just the basics, just the facts, ma'am, Let's Go Bourbon. Both are available at Amazon.com. The Christmas gifts of the season. Get them now. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Nothing says the holidays quite like eggnog. Okay, a drunk uncle, possibly. A political fight over dinner, sure, which never made any sense to me, but neither here nor there. Eggnog is the holiday season. And what's better than eggnog? Eggnog with bourbon. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there, getting some applause for eggnog with bourbon. That's Fingers Malloy giving the applause. Find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Benchmark makes bourbon. And people that we know are big fans of, for example, the foolproof. Low cost, well played, well put together. This right here, can you give me the bottle? Sure, absolutely. Bottle right there, fingers. 
Is, is it a plastic? Oh, it's even a glass oh, it's, bottle. It's nothing but the best. This is old number eight brand. They haven't been sued by Jack Daniels. <laughs> well, it's number uh, eight. <laughs> yeah, there's the difference. This is benchmark old number eight brand eggnog. That's what we've got here. This is 30 proof. 15, no, stop it. 15% alcohol by volume from the people at Buffalo Trace. It is eggnog bourbon. Fingers below. You saw this and said, why yes. Yes, I will. Absolutely. Because we know Benchmark, and Benchmark makes a very good budget bourbon. Uh, you know, it, it, it was there at the store. By the way, at a grocery store, uh, a chain here, I won't mention their name because they aren't a sponsor, even though they should be. Right. Uh, the gift sets for all of your favorite bourbons are out. Uh, you're starting to see them all over liquor stores, you know, where you can get your bottle of bourbon with a couple of rocks glasses and a box. And a lot of times it's cheaper than what the bourbon normally would be uh, different times of the year. Uh, so this was right by that collection. And it was like, okay, well, geez, next week, this week, coming up, if you're listening to the podcast, it's Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving and eggnog. They're just very excited about it. So we decided uh, to, to pair with our principal cigar, Connecticut, uh, principal Cigars, principalcigars.com. It is the gold label uh, that we are doing. White gold, I should actually say, is, is what we're doing. We decided we're going to go with this. We've got some French press coffee that we've been drinking. It's been a perfect pairing with the with the Connecticut. Why not? Mm. Why not go with something delicious? The nose on this finger's Malloy is eggnog and bourbon. Yes. Together at last. Because I know some people like to put brandy in their eggnog. Right. Uh, others like to put rum yes. in their eggnog. I prefer bourbon. What do you... If you were going to make your eggnog at home or you got a mixer where there's no alcohol in it, what would you put in your eggnog? Really nothing. I'm a purist. Really? I like eggnog for the sake of eggnog and I don't like anything messing with it. I want it full fat. I want it outrageously caloric. I want to feel afterwards, oh my god, I had too much eggnog. And then have more eggnog. That's how much I love it. You want to chew it? Oh, yes. 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 If I could eat my eggnog with a knife and fork, I'd be all in. Ah. All in. But fingers, the nose here is is exactly that. Classic eggnog and some bourbon. Absolutely. There's so, the, the nutmeg, cinnamon, cream, bourbon. Wow. Eggs. No. You don't smell the eggs. At least I don't. Do you, Holy do you toast. Get <laughs> Waffles. Uh, do you, <laughs> am I wrong on any of that? No. You got you got it all. Okay. Fingers Malloy, are you ready for this? Tony, I've been ready for this all year. We're going to do the Kentucky Chew. We do it neat, of course, but we do have a big rock if we want to chill it down. Moving it around the palate, doing what's known as the Kentucky Chew. You do this with bourbon. You do this with whiskeys. You really kind of set the taste buds with that first sip, and then you can go for a second sip to really get the flavors. You happy? It's wonderful. Is it? It's 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 wonderful. It's everything you would expect from eggnog, everything that I just said, and you get that that's the there's a subtle bourbon note in there. Uh, you know, when we're talking 30 proof, it, it doesn't pack a heavy punch. So if you want to maybe buy 
some benchmark bourbon. If, if the 30 proof isn't strong enough for you, maybe just put a splash in there if you feel like there isn't enough of a bourbon kick in this. But I think it's wonderful. So I'm going in. I'm going in the benchmark old number eight brand, Eggnog. That's all it says. Eggnog. Yeah. It's, and this is, by the way, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Yes. So this has got a couple of years to it. Here we go. He's going Here, in. Here's mud in your eye, as they, as they say. Nog in your eye. Here's some nog in your eye. Here we go. He's going in, ladies and gentlemen. He's doing what we like to call the North Pole Swish. Oh, that is good. I would want it chilled. This is room temp. Yeah. I would want it chilled. Yeah, there's a, there's, there's a picture eggnog with a little bit of heat. Mm-hmm. I think is the best way to put it. It's much more nog forward than it is bourbon forward. You're absolutely right about that as well. But yeah, hold on a second. Let me just let me just see if I'm I got this right. He's going in again, ladies and gentlemen. He's doing what we like to call the Saginaw slosh. And the e- eerie eggnog. <laughs> that's that's delicious. That is delicious. Oh, right out of the bottle. There's no, you know, I wouldn't do anything. No. I wouldn't do anything. It's eggnog that's got a little treat. Is is really what it is. I think you buy the bottle. It's a glass bottle, like you said, and just put it right in the refrigerator. Yeah. Oh, that's really well done. Now, Fingers Malloy, is this in your liquor cabinet? I, I, did, did you find it on sale? It didn't appear to be on sale. It was a regular tag on it. Should I, shall I share with you how much I spent for this I'll, fifth? I, I want to look it up. Hold on. Okay. Benchmark eggnog. I want to see if anybody else sells it. Uh, Drizzly uh, has it. Let me see what they're selling it for. Um, if, 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 uh, okay, what 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 did it cost, Fingers Boy? I spent seven dollars and fifty cents on this. That's insane. And it's so it's it's how many how big is this bottle? It's a fifth, isn't it? Is it? Oh my God, it is. Seven dollars and fifty cents. Wow! Well done, well done. That is that is that's the that's the that's the Black Friday deal right there. However, I must warn you: there's a little bit of shenanigans going on here. Uh oh. Um, they say that a serving is three grams of fat, eleven carbohydrates, and eleven sugars. You know how many uh, servings they say is in this bottle? 47. (laughs) 16.9. There are six servings in this bottle tops. (laughs) May I I pose a question to you? You you sure can. If you are pouring yourself a cup of eggnog, are you even thinking about calories? No, me no. Not not by any stretch of the imagination. $7.50. Tony, uh, I got to assume you found that on a special. Oh, well, how much are you seeing? For, uh, I'm, I'm not. I've like, seen I haven't it, actually found a price. I've seen it at different places online for the, the most I, I saw it priced at was $8.99. Under 10 bucks. Yes. Now, we had the, the Ego. I did find one place where it's $13. Oh. Still worth it. Yes. I think wow. that's better than the Ego eggnog that we had last year. Uh, yeah, that's that's from Appalachian uh, Sipping Cream. Uh, fine work. Yeah. This is fantastic. The Benchmark Eggnog. Yeah. 
make Thanksgiving and Christmas work this year. Eat, drink, smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie extravaganza. I am Tony Katz. That is Fingers Malloy. You find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. And I got to get this eggnog on a cube there, kitten. Here's the deal. Ladies and gentlemen, I wish I had a camera uh, to record this moment. He poured himself some seconds on the eggnog. This is from Benchmark. It is their eggnog with Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. $7.50 a bottle, though we did see it online some places for like 12, 13 bucks. That's where Fingers found it at the $7.50. Holy cow. You want to talk about perfect for Thanksgiving, perfect for Christmas. Perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Perfect for New Year's, uh, perfect for Arbor Day. I'm, I'll be honest Too with you. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, Tony. I'm seriously thinking about buying seven or eight bottles of this and storing some of it to be able to pull it out for, you know, eggnog and Easter. Right. Feels like uh, a match made in heaven. A little bit of green food coloring. This is your St. Patrick's Day drink. Oh, see? There it is. Look at me. What don't I know? Fourth of July? Nothing says the middle <laughs> of summer like eggnog. Can't you just imagine sitting out on a boat on the water, drinking some eggnog on the 4th of July, watching the fireworks? So we, we had this at room temperature from Benchmark. Benchmark uh, is part of Buffalo Trace. And uh, we both agree it would probably be better chilled. But we have a cube with us, a big rock, and we're like, okay, we'll put it on there. Now, just like with anything, that's water. Water will bring down the proof, and this only comes in at 30 proof. It will change the complexion of the drink. Undoubtedly, me, I don't want ice in my eggnog. Chilled, yes. Ice, no. You just had a sip pouring it over the big rock. Oh, it's great. Now, like you said, to me, you buy this, you immediately put it in your refrigerator. You immediately put it in your refrigerator. You don't You don't put it on, on ice because it is going to water it down a little bit. That's, I could down the whole thing. <laughs> that is, because the bourbon part, is very understated. It shows up later as this the slightest bit of heat. And it's just, man, it works. It's got the egg. Because very often when you, they do these things, it doesn't really have the eggnog flavor. They're focused on the other stuff. No, you focus on the eggnog. And then you give me a little bit of a, hello, Judy, right there. That's, that's what the kids say. They say, hello, Judy. <laughs> that's what they say. So would you ever consider using this, uh, making a milkshake? Yes, I would consider it right now. Go get a blender. Yeah, a blender, some vanilla ice cream, pour that in there. You got yep. yourself a solid eggnog milkshake. That's perfect. With a little bit more benchmark bourbon in it. Well, clearly, we're not animals. And we are smoking along with the eggnog. <laughs> oh, this show is so dumb. Uh, the White Gold from Principal Cigars. This is a Connecticut wrapper, Dominican in the binder and filler. There's actually a bit, as they describe it, of Zimbabwe tobacco in the filler. Again, I am uh, into the second third. You're starting the final third of this cigar. Nothing has said to me, well, this is something I've never had before, but a lovely constructed, very, very good smoking that, that for me, it's a nutty cream. You discussed a bit of leather in there. I could see it. Yeah. I could see it. Nice bit of flavor profile. We started it with a French press, which we still have, which I should have poured this into the French press. I should have poured the eggnog into the coffee. Right. And then... And then just slept right here. That's when the magic happens. That, that is it. So I'm in the final third. And like you said, I'm getting some nuttiness and some leather. And as I'm going into the final third, I'm also picking up some nutmeg, some cinnamon. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, because eggnog will absolutely affect. <laughs> of course it will. It will absolutely affect everything that, 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 that's going on. Um, I, uh, I, I'm here to tell you that it's a nice, nice stick. Now, $14 for a 6x52. I think that's a 52. I don't think that's a 50 because... Uh, it's a 52. It's a 52. Um, I think. I, I think so, too. 50, 52. Close enough. I, I, $14, you get to a point of, what am I getting that I can't get elsewhere? I, I'm, I'm stuck on whether or not it's in my humidor, and it has nothing to do with the fact that this is a really nice Connecticut. Paired with the French press beautifully, I think it would pair with, with some rise incredibly well. I like the stick. I'm impressed. I've re-examined what I'll spend on a cigar, and I would probably have one or two of these in my humidor because everything has gotten so much more expensive. Uh, I could I could totally see because we have not had any problems uh, keeping the constructions fantastic. Lots the of, burn, the draw has been exceptional. Yeah. So fourteen dollars a stick. Yeah, I could see starting my Sunday morning off with this and some some coffee. So it's interesting you said Sunday morning when you happen to have a little more time, a six inch cigar versus let's say a five inch robusto. Um, that's. Tony, I'm, what can I do to put you in this cigar today? I, I'm not opposed to the cigar, kitten. I'm not opposed to it at all. I just don't know how I feel about the $14 price point. Yeah. Which is dumb. Would I, would I feel differently about 12 Do I think it has to be under 10 I don't actually think it has to be under 10 And I'm never the guy who is, is, is price conscious. I, don't, I just, you know, I, I like it. I buy it. That, that's, all, that's all there is to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe maybe a couple when I need something uh, when I want a Connecticut of a little bit larger size. I wish it was I wish it was a buck cheaper. I, it's a, that's a dumb thing to say, but I do. I wish it was a, a buck cheaper. Principal P R I N C I P L E principalcigars.com. It's time fingers Malloy for news of the week. Tony, law enforcement officials seized more than $1 billion in knockoff merchandise being peddled out of a Manhattan storage unit in what federal prosecutors said Wednesday was the largest ever counterfeit goods scam in U.S. history and also means there goes my side gig. I'm sorry about that. Uh, I'm, I'm so sorry that you're not no longer having your, your gig. What kind of goods? Counterfeit bags, counterfeit clothes, shoes, and other high-end goods. $1.3 billion. Holy crap. 219,000 knockoffs from this massive midtown Manhattan storage facility. That is huge. Uh, I once bought a knockoff tag in New York. Tag Heuer watch. I was in my 20s. Yeah, I was in my 20s. Did the guy and, have a nice trench coat when he opened it up? Uh, no, no. He went somewhere to go get it. Mm. And at that moment, I should have been like, I should leave. Because <laughs> any second, I'm going to end up in a windowless van. Uh, and, and then I bought it. And then um, uh, just last week, uh, I got the last bit of green off my wrist. Nice. Off my wrist. And, how, uh, how long did it work? I, I, don't, I don't recall. I don't recall it ever working. And now that like I, I have a small collection of, of, of watches. Not not anything of the knockoff variety. No, I don't have any knockoffs. I don't have any knockoffs. But 
like trying to play in some of the worlds, like for example, in the Rolex world, is an impossibility. I won't spend the money on the secondary market, and there's no way to get around on 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 the primary market because the the Rolex dealers. And it's it's a weird thing with Rolex. They'll they'll um, you'll you'll go on a list when something's available. Very often you walk into a place that sells Rolexes. No, no, no this is just to show. This is just a display. We can't sell it to you. Wow. And it's super, super weird. But if you happen to buy three or four other things, maybe you move up the list. And maybe you get that, you move up the list. It's super, super strange how it works with these people. And Rolex is very serious about keeping an eye on what goes on in the secondary market. And if you're somebody reselling Rolexes and they see it, they go after the jewelry store and say, we'll take away your ability to be an authorized dealer. It's, it's very, very odd. Are watches, when you start talking about this, are they similar to cigars where there are famous, like, watchmakers who design? Oh. Well, there's it's brands, yeah. right? It's it's brands that just carry the prestige, like like Rolex, even though there are better timepieces out there. It, Rolex is Rolex. The Daytona or, or the, the classic Submariner, things things like that, they just are what, what they are. But if you're talking about uh, Patek Philippe or Vachora Constein or... Um, some of those, these are exquisite, exquisite. Uh, Frank Mueller, beautiful pieces of art. Oh, I respect the, 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 the creation, something else. But now you're getting into forty, fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 watches. Oh, my goodness. Right? I'd be terrified to leave the house with something on my wrist like that, $60,000. Oh, don't be terrified to leave the house. That's crazy. Wear it with pride. Oh, you know what? Give it to me. I'll take care of it. We here at Eat, Drink, Smoke like to bring you the latest lingo that the kids are using at the workplace. We we talked about uh, quiet quitting. Oh, yes. That's when people... That's lingo. Yeah, it's new quiet quitting. That's when you go to your job and you do the bare minimum. Or as people often call it, going to work. Yes. And then there was coffee badging. That's where you would scan in with your badge and then go to a coffee shop to do your work instead of going into the office. Well, apparently, Gen Z now has a bunch of uh, annoying terms uh, that really drive their other generational coworkers crazy, uh, according to this list at the New York Post. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Fingers Malloy, and he's Tony Katz. I am. What's not annoying is Let's Go Barbecue. It's the book that you need to get 100 copies of for Christmas. Yes, you do. Because without Let's Go Barbecue, you can't actually have Christmas. I mean, what are you going to give people? Frankincense? Myrrh? You're certainly not giving them gold. You're not giving that away. But let's go barbecue. Perfect, perfect Christmas gift. Let's go BBQ. Available at Amazon.com. Fingers more. Yes. 104 copies, you say? 105. Why not? So Gen Z is... And I, I feel like Gen Z is, is really getting a bad rap. I don't know if they're all getting a bad rap. But certainly they have some people like millennials. They've got some people who are just, um, wait, hold on. There's, there's a scientific term for this. Uh, terrible. <laughs> I believe the word is terrible. But that is true of all generations. I can point you to some baby boomers that suck. <laughs> well, so the New York Post has this list. Ten terms that annoy their colleagues, the Gen Zers, the terms that they use. Right. And let's go over some of these and see if you find them as annoying, Tony. Right. Goat. That would be the greatest of all time. Yes. Apparently, that's used a lot by Gen Zers at the workplace. And, uh, you know, when we hear about the term GOAT, a lot of times when we're watching football, people will bring up Tom Brady as the, the GOAT or in basketball, Michael Jordan. But apparently, this is used in the office place for Brad in accounting. 
Well, Brad in accounting is 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 not the goat unless he comes up with some type of hypothesis that takes on Hayek or Milton Friedman. This isn't happening. Well, actually, he did, no, and that's he didn't. why they call Brad, Brad the goat. Not Brad. Probably a Keynesian. The, By the way, uh, wow. that is that is that is economics humor, not even accounting humor. Take that to the bank, people. Well, what you just did, you slayed is what you did. Slay, Tony. Are people still using that? Yes, that's when an uh, employee exceeds expectations. They slay. So Slay does suck. Yeah. Sus. Okay. Sus I like. Sus is great. Sus, uh, for those that aren't familiar with us in the, in the office or anywhere else, uh, is short for suspicious. So say you, you say to yourself, you see Brad over there in accounting? He's a little sus. He's more than a little sus. He's totes sus. Totes. He's totes sus. So I don't know if you're, if you, if you say. Sus is an excellent word, by the way. You like sus. Oh, sus is a keeper. Mm. I wish growing up we had sus. Sus would have been good. So I don't know if this is FR or FR. But FR. FR. It, okay, yeah. It's the abbreviation for real. That Stupid. Brad is FR. Stupid. He's for real. Embarrassing. Susan in accounting, not FR. Oh, is that right? Yes, but Brad, totally FR. Pretty sure that's sexist and that's pretty sus. See what I did there? That's how I brought it around. Brad's fine, but Susie has a problem. What? What? Are, do you know something about Susie? I don't know. I don't think we should talk about it here. So then, vibing. Yeah, that word is crap. Even my kids are like, vibing is sus. <laughs> vibing is a ridiculous, ridiculous word. Your to express your 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 feelings. You know what? Maybe you don't need to express your feelings so much. Maybe less verbal expression from you would be better. Maybe more doing work at the computer box thing. Or just having feelings in general. It, it's really sus. Oh, you can have them, but you should keep them to yourself. This idea that your feelings should be expressed. Mm. This is a fundamental issue. FR. You're the worst. Flex. It's a form of bragging or gloating. Like flexing one's muscles. Yeah, I, I, it's, but it makes sense. See, part of it is, is that when, when an expression, like you could rationalize it. So vibing doesn't make any sense. Vibing is, is, is your way of saying, notice me, I'm a cool kid. Uh, it, it's like Steve Buscemi in that ad saying, hello, fellow youths. <laughs> um, it's just ridiculous. Flex, I get. I don't think flex is a, a bad one. Vibing, I thought, was when you were driving uh, a, a Pontiac around. That's 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 that, that's not it. Oh. Glow up. Did you really just try and make a Pontiac joke? Well, it's been a few years since we made a Pontiac joke. I, I, just, I just think if you're like, hey, how can I most prove I'm not Gen Z? It's a Pontiac vibe joke. You want to hear something funny about generations. So I came across... I thought you were going to say you want to hear something funny about the Pontiac vibe. <laughs> it was a very reasonable vehicle. Priced. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> so I was watching... I, I came across this YouTube channel of uh, these Gen Zers that were uh, breaking into abandoned factories and filming you know, things. And they came across this old GM stamping plant 
in Detroit. I think it was called Cadillac Stamping, and it closed in 1986. And so they're going around, and of course, it hasn't been touched, it looks like, since uh, the late 80s. So the, the building has deteriorated, and they're going around, and the roof's caved in, and they get to the cafeteria, and they had uh, emblems of the cars that they made, and they had the Buick emblem, and then they had a Pontiac emblem, and then they had an emblem in the middle that these kids were like, what is that? I have no idea what that is. It was Oldsmobile. Oh, wow. Yeah. They didn't know? Had no idea what it was. And it was like, wow, I can see that. You know, because right. it feels like younger younger people aren't don't seem to be into cars as much as you know older generations. But then on top of it, Oldsmobile's been gone for, my goodness, maybe 20 years? Yeah. So had no idea what it was. <laughs> I laughed. I had a moment on, on my, my radio shows I do here in Indianapolis where my morning producer, who is 23, didn't know who the Fonz was. Oh, no. And, and I said, you don't know who Arthur Fonzarelli is? Didn't know. And then uh, he and, and the guy who does traffic determined uh, that it was Harry Winkler. Not Henry Winkler, Harry Winkler. And that's when I felt just sad. Give me one more of these terrible terms that Gen Zers are using. Bet. Yeah, I don't like bet. It's like, yes, or I agree. Well, here's the thing. I feel like we came up with that in the 80s. People were saying bet in the 80s. Were they? Yeah, it was a hip-hop term. Was it? Yes, I agree. Bet. I I never heard that. You never heard that? That might have been a Saginaw thing. But in Jersey, we weren't in the streets because we had Atlantic City. If you were saying bet, you were you you were you were you were splitting uh, splitting your tens. There you are. That's uh, what you're doing. There. I'll save basic for next week. That's a crap word, which does describe a fair amount of that generation. <laughs> the benchmark eggnog. See, that was rude. I yeah, owe an apology. A, where where a, can Gen Zers get in touch with you? Fingers at eatdrinksmokeshow.com is where you can email me. Oh wait, do people still email? Mm-hmm. Just text five and a niner and, and, and then a smiley emoji face. I like to wink, call wink. it electronic mail. The eggnog from Benchmark. This has a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey in it. It is a wonderful drink. And he found this bottle, Fingers found this bottle, for $7.50. Yeah, perfect. And chilled, chilled way better. The principal cigars, the white gold Connecticut Wrapper uh, going on here. Um, this is a nice, nice, nice stick. I uh, fourteen bucks. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But this is solid. This is solid right here from PrincipalCigars.com. Find everything going on at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. This is Eat Drink Smoke. Follow Eat Drink Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat Drink Smoke, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eat Drink Smoke, and Instagram, at Eat Drink Smoke Podcast.